Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Leading scientists have called on the federal government to pause the rollout of the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine over concerns it won't achieve herd immunity. The jab was originally thought to be 70% effective, but stage three trials now indicate it's 62%, with more than 53 million doses ordered. While Pfizer, that jab is 95% effective, but with only 10 million doses on the way, will only be given to those most at risk. Australia's Chief Medical Officer, Professor Paul Kelly, joins us now. Professor, a very good morning to you. This is such an important discussion because uh, Australian faith in the vaccine process is vital. Understand that uh, obviously the government had to make a call early on. There was a race against other countries. Have we backed the wrong horse here? What is your response to these concerns? Well, the advantage of the AstraZeneca vaccine is that we do have it here in Australia. It's being made in Australia. Uh, there's, there will be plenty to vaccinate the entire population of Australia twice. Um, the, uh, the choice of the vaccines was based on, on the best medical advice that we had last year. We had to uh, uh, take a, a chance, in a sense, about uh, several vaccines. We, we picked a diversified portfolio. Uh, and the AstraZeneca vaccine uh, has now published their interim results from their phase three clinical trial. That was in early December. I read it the same day um, and we've been continued to be guided by that information. But most importantly, uh, we are waiting for the TGA, the, the Therapeutic Goods Administration here in Australia, the independent regulator, to make their full assessment of the data, not just one paper in The Lancet on the 8th of December. Okay, look, we don't want to be critical because you guys are in a terribly difficult situation and you were back when you placed that order. But you have already got a lot of Australians that are wary of getting a vaccine for COVID. If uh, there are headlines today saying this one is only 62% effective, uh, are you worried that this will reduce the amount of people getting it or wanting to get it? Uh, well, I'd say this again, we, we will have plenty of this vaccine to vaccinate the entire Australian population. It, it well exceeds uh, the WHO standard of 50% effect effectiveness, uh, but we, we need to see the full data and the TGA will look at the full data before that regulatory approval is given. Uh, I would say this, that people should be wary about uh, making statements, particularly in relation to incomplete data. So this is interim results. Uh, from the phase three trials. There will be more results from more data uh, that the TGA will look at. 
One thing is, is clear though from those interim results is that this vaccine is very effective against severe disease, just exactly the same as the Pfizer and the Moderna uh, data. So uh, it, we, we've chosen uh, to start with our priority groups, those that are at most risk of severe disease as well as those at highest risk of exposure. We will start that as soon as we have the tick from the TGA as, as early in the coming weeks. Uh, the AstraZeneca uh, will, be, will be a little bit later in its approval um, and so we'll start that uh, if and when the TGA gives its uh, authority to do so. Yeah, even though the results are interim, the, uh, the alternatives are showing much more promising signs at this stage. But this ties in with our first viewer question, Professor. Jonathan in New South Wales asks, is there a major difference between Pfizer and AstraZeneca? Uh, they're, they're both effective against severe disease. Uh, they're both effective against disease, uh, disease of, of, uh, with symptoms. Uh, they're both protective against death. Uh, so these are the endpoints that we're most interested in, of course. Um, one major difference is that the AstraZeneca is much easier logistically to, to roll out. The Pfizer vaccine requires a minus 70 temperature in the fridge, in the freezers. So that's, uh, that's one, of, one of the issues with the Pfizer vaccine. But they're both effective vaccines. And again, we'll be waiting for the TGA to make their full assessment on quality, safety and efficacy. Uh, and that's when we'll use them. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, Gina from WA says the WA Premier says the virus should be eradicated, not just suppressed. What do you think? Uh, we've got a suppression strategy uh, with, a, with an aim of, uh, of getting zero community transmission. What the WA Premier says is up for the WA Premier uh, to talk about. Uh, Jody from New South Wales asks, can either of the vaccines alter your DNA? Uh, no, they cannot alter your DNA. Uh, the um, Pfizer vaccine is an RNA vaccine, uh, the, uh, which is uh, delivered into, into the cells and creates the, the, um, uh, the, the protein uh, in, our, in our immune system, uh, and our immune system then, then reacts to that protein. The AstraZeneca vaccine has a slightly different delivery mechanism, but it's the same process. It doesn't alter the, 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 our cells, it's not a... Um, that's not how it works, but it does create a very strong immune uh, response. Both of those do. Uh, and, uh, and there are a range of other vaccines that in the world that are also showing great promise. Yeah, that DNA myth certainly doing the rounds, isn't it? Anna in Tasmania wants to know, will the vaccination be safe for women who are pregnant, breastfeeding or trying to conceive? Well, they're key questions for our regulator, the TGA, to, to, uh, to look at. Uh, it will be based on whatever data is available. We know that mostly, uh, it, most of the time with, with uh, clinical trials, they, they, they exclude women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Um, but some of that information will come from uh, the rollouts of these vaccines in their millions uh, right now uh, across the world. So uh, we will have that data, but probably later in the year. Um, 
will be guided by the TGA on that matter. Yeah, that data will be vital for public confidence. Linda from Queensland has asked, will the vaccine be compulsory for healthcare and aged care workers? The vaccine will not be compulsory. Uh, it may be a requirement for certain people working in certain workplaces, um, mainly to protect uh, the vulnerable people they're looking at. We've had uh, that sort of arrangement, for example, for influenza vaccine in the past in aged care, uh, right throughout 2020, that was the case in every state and territory. Uh, we have similar arrangements uh, in neonatal intensive care units, for example, where it's a requirement for people that are working there to be vaccinated to protect the vulnerable. That doesn't make it mandatory. It just means that people will need to work somewhere else. OK, just quickly, David in Victoria wants to know how many people need to have the vaccine for it to eliminate COVID-19? Um, so we, we are starting with our most vulnerable people and those at greatest risk of exposure. They're the ones we want to protect uh, at the beginning and then we'll be rolling out the vaccine to the general population later in the year. OK. Professor Paul Kelly, uh, you've answered a lot of questions. We'll have a lot more. We might get you on again. Thank you very much for your time today. Happy to do so, Nat. Thank you. Thank you.